This is Andy Z from Minnesota. Howdy, y'all. I'm an alcoholic. My name is Andy. I want to welcome all the newcomers. It's always good to see you guys in here. Oh, man. I got to tell you that my life is absolutely perfect. And the reasons why is is because I've come into these rooms. I got a sponsor. I've worked the steps. Uh, The few most important things I got in my life is, number one, a sobriety date. It's July 5th, 2014. I got a a sponsor. His name's Eric Graff out of San Diego. He's got a sponsor, Charlie H. out of Henderson, Nevada. And he's got a sponsor, Clancy, out of uh, L.A. Something like that probably doesn't mean much to anybody else. That means something to me. Uh, I kind of know that I didn't just pick some random jackass off the streets to to tell me how to do things. Along that line of sponsorship, I think there's 108 years of uh, continuous sobriety, and that's that's something that I like to uh, think helps me out. Uh, the other thing is my home group. It's the back porch. It meets Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock. It's a men's big book study. And without that meeting and the guys uh, and the support in there, I wouldn't have what I have today. Uh, so I'll kind of get into it. Uh, I got a drunk log just like everybody else here. Uh, I love drinking. I loved alcohol. Alcohol was never a problem for me. It was a solution all the time. And I only drank on weekends and holidays and special occasions, like days that ended in Y. It, uh, I was a daily drinker. At, uh, I used to uh, wake up in the morning or in the afternoon. I'd slam a beer to get to my Red Bull, to get to my coffee, to get to my Red Bull to start the day. Uh, I, I tried for years on to, uh, to slow down and to quit drinking. Most of the time it was cold turkey, and I'd pick uh, a month out of the year to stop. Every year that month was February. Never once did I make it to February 2nd. Uh, I tried, uh, a few of the things I tried was uh, doing triathlons, marathons, and stuff like that, and going to the gym. I thought by training and running and doing all that, that uh, my drinking would, would calm down, would slow down, would disappear. And then I found out that if you start drinking dark beers after a workout, it was good for you. But if I didn't want to drink a dark beer, I, I made the calculation that 7.62 regular beers made a dark beer. And then 3.1416 slight beers made a regular beer. And so on. That's not an actual math equation, so don't look it up. Um, so every time I worked out, I ran, I tried something, I just went back to drinking. The other thing I tried was uh, finding more work, finding different jobs, other jobs, just to keep me occupied. All that did was lead to more drinking. The more money I made, the more I could afford, the more I would drink. Um, I got to I got to the point for a long time in life that I didn't know when not to drink. I would uh, grab a drink, grab a beer, start driving around town to go get lunch, to go do anything, to go to work. I never knew... If I was drunk at work, if I was sober, what was going on? I always had something in my vehicle. I always had a plan. Uh, the, the other thing I tried to quit drinking and to slow my drinking down to be more of a person was I would get into relationships. I thought, if I got this girl or if I got that girl, she'll slow me down. She'll take care of this. That'll fix my problem. And that never happened. The drinking would slow down for about two or three days, and that's it. Um, What happened to me is I ended up uh, getting involved with somebody uh, who 
has more uh, more issues than James Bond has STDs. And what I what I saw in this was is if I help her out, she'll help me out. She'll fix me. She'll cure me as long as I do something to help her. And that wasn't the case. Um, things uh, getting to see getting to be with somebody who I knew had issues, I started to pinpoint what an alcoholic was. And uh, it was things uh, like she couldn't get a job, she couldn't pass the piss test, she was her own bathroom, she'd roll around in her own filth for days, um, she had to be drunk all the time, and I thought, this isn't me. I haven't wet myself, I haven't wet the bed since 1989. I've always had a job, I've always had a license. I never got a DUI, never went to jail, never did detox, never did rehab. So, of course, I don't have a problem. I'm not an alcoholic. I based all my judgments off of somebody who had a problem. It, uh, it wasn't until after I put, uh, put her into detox and rehab that I quit drinking. I, uh, I quit drinking for her. And the next four months of my life were just absolute hell. I was, uh, I was a dry drunk. I had no idea what was going on. Life was spinning out of control fast and going down the drain. Um, they got out of their rehab, and uh, she refused to go to meetings, and she, was, uh, she wasn't very pleasant to be around, period. I, uh, as my life was uh, spiraling out of control, I decided to go th- see a therapist to, uh, to fix me to see what was going wrong. And uh, all my therapist said was, Andy, you're trying to be with the drunk with no program. All she is is a toxin and a cancer to you. She said, ditch the bitch, run away, get away from her. She will do nothing to you but be a headache and a heartbreak. And that's all she was. I come to find out uh, that that's all that I was to people. The way that uh, things were coming to me is the way that I was to absolutely everybody else. I, uh, I asked... Uh, I asked my therapist, would it help if I went to meetings with her? And my therapist looked at me cross-eyed like, have you not heard a word I said? I think she charged me double that session. But she said, it's worth a try. Uh, so I asked, uh, I asked her, you know, if I went to a meeting, would that help her? And she, uh, she sent me an Al-Anon listing, told me that people like me don't do AA, we have to do Al-Anon. I did a couple Al-Anon meetings, and I, I didn't get anything out of them. There's nothing wrong with Al-Anon, but I didn't get anything out of them. So I asked her one more time, you know, if I went to a meeting with you, would it help? And she finally sent me a list of AA meetings. And before we could uh, pick a date to go to a meeting so I could see what all you crazy people were about, I lit the fuse on her tap on and I haven't had to deal with her since. Uh, I did end up I did end up going to a Saturday night meeting in Minneapolis. And I didn't go I didn't go to listen to what people had to say. I was there only looking for girls to see what was going on. What I caught in that first meeting was some guy behind the podium telling me what I thought, what I felt, and what was going on. He told me how I was feeling restless, irritable, and discontent. He told me uh, that when I started drinking, how I couldn't stop and what was going on. And I thought this guy was good. He knows what I'm thinking. He knows what I'm feeling. He knows how I'm acting. And then he, uh, he said uh, one other thing, that a real alcoholic is going to know if 
the first time they had that drink and what it did to them. And I thought, perfect. I'm not an alcoholic. I don't have a problem. That Wednesday morning, coming home from work, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was seven years old. We were at the racetrack, and after 3,792, mom, 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 she finally let me and my two brothers have some beer. And, man, that old Milwaukee and the old red and white can was delicious. That feeling was phenomenal. I instantly fit in with anybody and everybody. I was taller, faster, stronger. I was seven years old, but I could talk to anybody. It was great. It was amazing. And that's a feeling that I chased for uh, 20-something years. It, uh, at that point, uh, after that, I decided to go back to that meeting on a, on a Saturday night, and I listened to the next two speakers. And they both talked about getting a sponsor, working the steps, and they also talked about this big book. Of course, I don't feel like I have a problem. I don't think there's anything wrong with me, so I don't need a sponsor. I can, I can read the steps just fine. I can do them on my own. But I ended up buying the big book that week. I read, uh, I read every word in there in the next three days. I think I had 78 or 79 pages marked of how it described me, what I was thinking, feeling, and doing. And I was starting to think, maybe I do have a problem. So let's, let's check it out. I started hitting a bunch of different meetings. And a few meetings, uh, some guys picked me out like a newcomer, you know, from like three or four miles away, and I couldn't figure that one out. Um, guys were starting to work with me. They were starting to talk to me, starting to help me out. And they got me to admit that, uh, that I was powerless over alcohol. It wasn't until I moved out here and I got uh, met up with my sponsor and he started working the steps with me that I am powerless over alcohol that my life was unmanageable, and that needing to work these steps and work with others is how I've gotten uh, happy, joyous, and free. How that, uh, that burden's been lifted off of me. Life is great. Um, life, well, life is still a struggle, but I love it every day. I get to talk to my sponsor every day, and I, I feel bad for that guy. I've chased him out of the country, I think, 21 or 22 times now. But without my sponsor, the care and the love that he's showing me, and uh, the guys in my home group, I'm absolutely screwed. I want to thank everybody for coming out tonight, for sitting here and listening to me, and I hope you all enjoy it. Thanks.